Welcome back to the Marvel Movie Minute, a daily podcast in which we smash apart the films of the Marvel Cinematic Universe into one-minute chunks so we can analyze them in scrupulous detail. I'm Kyle Olson from the Road to Infinity podcast. Hey, and I'm Rob Cabosco. Oh, Kyle. Kyle, let me tell you a story. <laughs> it's about Betty Ross and her magical plaid shirt with skin Velcro. And her ex-boyfriend, Bruce Banner, and his ED. (laughs) And I mean excitement dysfunction. What is going on? (laughs) Let me set the scene for you. It's a romantic little getaway between these two academics. What happened? We have so much to talk about. There's actually a lot. Because the scene... Yeah. Oh, right? Yeah. But then we have a deleted scene to talk about that is a thousand times better. <laughs> yes. Oh, oh, yeah. There's okay, so here let's let's just get rolling cuz this is minute 67 of uh 2008's Incredible Hulk movie directed by Louis Leterry. This is the love scene. Uh and this is pretty much the only love scene in all the MCU. I mean, like... I'm right? I mean, this is the most... I mean, uh, say, this isn't an explicit scene, but it's the most explicit scene we've seen oh, in the MCU. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh... Yeah. So, um, we, we start off from where they were before, which is there's some light face kissing going on, uh, then... All of a sudden, uh, they, there's a weird edit. Right. And then suddenly Bruce and, and, and Betty are face-to-face. It might be hard to make that transition like with the camera and keep it in everybody in their lighting correctly and stuff, too, because we no. have the soft romantic light here, too. No, but no, like, no, it no, cuts immediately to them standing next to the bed, <laughs> and then the full-on make-out session begins. So, okay, so wait. We go from haircut, yep. ear tug, ear holding tug. hand, yep. m- moment, and then, yes, weird cut, like... Boom! Right. Yeah. Standing up. Not only is it the kissing, which I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I, I don't. It's not that I don't like. No, we're we're trying not to be creepy, creepy dudes about this. You know, it's it is romantic. But I mean, the strings kick in. Yeah. And you just go, what just happened? Uh, yeah. <laughs> and I get it. I mean, because again, this relationship. I mean, they've done a good job, as we've talked about. Mm-hmm. This relationship is a is a beautiful relationship that's obviously been so injured. And yes, there's this you know tender moment that they can share, mm-hmm. but it just goes, it goes weird. Yeah, because it's Bruce, and it couldn't go nicely for him. Uh, so he he starts, uh, they start making out on the bed, and things are getting pretty intense. And he's already wearing the Polar F5 that she got right. him. Also, uh, we didn't mention this before, but uh, Betty, Betty's hair is oddly wet. So it looks oh. like somewhere in, in in between minute, maybe minute 65 and 66, she took a shower. Uh, and then, and then, it was traumatic. Yeah. yeah, I guess so. I mean, like, coming you know, shopping can be she spent a night. Well, she spent a night in a cave. Yeah. And then she <laughs> went shopping. You know, I to, okay, I understood. You know, he was just in the bathroom, you know, vomiting out a thumb drive. Oh, uh, my God. This is so horrible. <laughs> I know. Uh, and then she took a shower. And then so uh, then so they're, so she's just wearing the shirt. So they fall into bed. And they're making out. And then he's wearing his Polar F5 and his heart monitor. And so it starts beeping like crazy because his heart rate is going up. And that's when he 
puts the brakes on the whole operation. Okay, uh, now wait, Kyle. I appreciate that you have skipped over something that we must discuss. Oh, okay. And I did not think we would ever have this conversation, not only on, on this... <laughs> Are you about to sit me down and have, talk to me about the birds and the bees? Not only on this podcast or on anything we do, I never thought it would come to this. Okay. So she is laying on the bed. He is on top of her. She's wearing this shirt. In their passionate kiss, Her, she's holding the back of his head. Mm. He takes his left arm and grabs her leg and just wraps it around him. <laughs> and it is so visually, I mean, because it's Liv Tyler's very pretty leg, right? Here's the problem. Her shirt <laughs> is like magically stuck to her skin in a way that is abnormal, not possible, <laughs> And it just makes it look so weird. Like, I'm just, the whole time, I'm like, well, that doesn't, the fabric doesn't move like that. (laughs) That, my friend, is the power of double-sided tape. Oh, I mean, it's clearly they said. Now, this is is the part that I just can't get over, and we've not seen anything that talks about this in the commentary, I believe, or anything. No. When they did this, when they when they when they blocked this out and said, okay, here's what's gonna happen. I'm gonna take your leg, I'm gonna move your leg over. But you know, somebody had to say, oh no, wait, when you do that. Her her shirt drops, and we can't have that, right? There's right. too much backside. Yeah. So someone did have to get the tape out or spirit gum or whatever yeah, and said, yeah, her, no, that's not probably happening. Probably her costumer. Like. I mean, the, but the fact is, I mean, when you see this, you clearly can see that's what happened. Mm-hmm. And that's when I go, did nobody just go, okay, what are we doing here? <laughs> what What is... What is this? Yeah. Was this necessary? I don't I don't get it. So there's two little pieces that I wanted to pull out uh, from the dialogue. One is as like basically his heart rate's going up and Bruce slams the brakes on, he says, We can't do this. And she says, No, it's okay, I want to. And at this moment, no one's thinking about poor Leonard. Oh, Le- oh, I forgot about Leonard. They never even really broke yeah, up. He's done. Come on. So that was the one thing. And then uh he says, I can't get too excited. And she says not even a little excited. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's so, like... It's a fun It line. is fun. He, like, flumps his head down and they immediately cut away to General Ross. And... <laughs> like, whoa! Hold on! Oh, that's her dad! Okay, ah, and, ah. and guess what? That's where the minute ends. That's it. <laughs> right, that's literally where the minute ends. Like, whoa! Oh, okay, weird transition. Okay, so in the commentary, when they talk about this... Um, I, I can tell you a couple things. One thing, um, I couldn't find the exact article where he talked about this, but this was one of Zach Penn's original ideas. Oh, okay. Like when he was talking about the, like, this is the, like, oh, they're making out and you can't do it because he might turn into the Hulk. It was like, oh, okay. Apparently so much so that when Louis Leterrier and Zach Penn were working this out, they actually wrote a much more explicit love scene where the transformation is happening during. Oh, wait, what? The the coi- during no, coitus. I, oh my god! Hold that, on, can we even yes, say that? that? She, I don't even know she, if we can say that. She looks that, that basically. She well, he said it in the commentary. I'm just I mean, you can you can go and listen to it at this minute. Like that she like they're they're in flagrante delecto, and she looks up and sees him starting to turn green, and has to be like, oh whoa, okay. Marvel's never gonna go for that. So like, oh okay, let's do the 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 PG version of this where it's like. No, can't do it. no, you can't do that. Yeah. This, so, folks, if you don't, even if you don't like this, it could have been oh so much worse. God. Oh, come on. Okay. <laughs> Good lord, that's not even. Yeah. Okay. So I, I thought like it's one of those things where like it ends in that, and it's it ends like a wah wah. So I thought, okay, so. What did other people think about this? Because it's not going to be the only one. So I started to to look around at some of the the internet response to this particular scene. So I came across two different articles. The first one's from sci-fi.com. That's S-Y-F-Y.com. Um, 
This is from uh, a, an article called uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe uh, Annotated and Ranked Kisses. <laughs> so this kiss comes in at number seven. So it was written by a guy named Paul Fisher. Uh, he says, In the closest thing the MCU has to a sex scene, Fugitive's Bruce Banner in his first Edward Norton incarnation, and Betty Ross, Liv Tyler, kiss furiously as they fall into bed but have to abort the foreplay when Bruce's heart monitor watch warns him he is dangerously close to turning into the Hulk. Points given for embracing two adults wanting a sexual relationship. Points deducted for making it canon that sexual arousal, and not just anger, also turns Bruce into the Hulk, and for making us think about the Hulk having sex generally, to be honest. It's very true. No, that's, a good, that's a great point, though, about it's not just yeah, anger. I know, which... I don't like. No. Well, plus that's retcon. That's yeah. changed later on, right? Because I mean, yeah. also, that's not even the way they portrayed the Hulk at this time. Because he goes for a run, like we see him running to stay in shape. Right. That would raise your heart rate too. Oh, it's not wait just about heart rate. Like it's about like a defense mechanism. Oh no, you're totally right. Yes. So it's even that is like for I don't know. It's just it's just it's for this one that we kind of like a dumb joke. I don't think it was worth it. So the second article I found was uh, Every Romance in the Marvel Cinematic Universe Ranked. Oh. And this is from Vulture.com. This is from uh, Emma Didbin. Their romance comes in at number 13 of 14. Oh, oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) The only one they say was worse than this, Captain America and Sharon Carter. Oh, oh, well. (laughs) (laughs) So Emma says... Serious question. Have you tried watching The Incredible Hulk lately? Yes, we have. (laughs) Because it's technically part of the MCU canon, and it is a wild ride back to a bygone era when screenwriters thought hero types silently into a chat room window for several minutes was a strong scene format. Ouch. Very true. Bruce and Betty's romance is a lot more substantial and central to the plot than most. There's a rain-soaked reunion embrace straight off the bat, a series of intense one-on-one conversations, and ultimately a sequence where the pair go on the run together. The problem is there's no rapport between them whatsoever. Liv Tyler's breathy melodrama makes a strange pairing with Edward Norton's subdued performance, rendering the whole thing inert. And although maybe it's unfair to hold the vagaries of Marvel's distribution history against the couple, it's a little weird that Betty never warrants a mention in the Ruffalo years. Well, no, I don't. I don't fully agree with that. I, that's very well said. I don't fully agree with it either. I think they do. I think they do have chemistry. Yes, I think so too. I think. I think that. Uh, I think a part of it, it works very well. Is Edward Norton is a good enough actor that you see him holding back. Right. Right. Where he's not playing at that one level, and you have to just like uh, you know, Tommy Lee Jones is very good at playing flat and i don't think that's what he's doing there you get to see you get to see through the cracks a little bit with this thing but at the same time she does make some good points no they are good i no, i, I definitely think though there is there is some chemistry there and i think Liv tyler's take on it is just a very sweet mm-hmm. sweet person like i think that she's just you know i mean when you consider who her father is yeah. obviously that explains a lot so uh i mean i don't know it's, it's this scene is just random yeah plus again because what could have been is a much better moment in the movie. Yes, and very much so, because what Rob is talking about is a deleted scene. It's called Motel Room Conversation. We talked about this a little off mic and stuff, too. We're, we're in the, the last third of the movie, and this is where I feel like the movie kind of goes off the rails. Like, I, I say, I, I obviously, we're doing this podcast, so it's not like I, I don't hate this movie at all. Uh, we're not here to condemn another thing, but this is where I feel like 
things are, are going a little off track. And I believe this cut is one of those things that shows how off track it was getting because this deleted scene is amazing. Excellent. It is yes. unbelievable. And it has so much character and development and growth and stuff to it. And I cannot believe that they cut this out of the movie. I mean, we're already in this hotel room watching this haircut. You couldn't give us any emotional payoff. So what are we talking about? Well, I'll tell you what we're talking about. It's it's right after the basically, you know, Hulkus coitus interruptus. <sighs> okay, so we can't do this thing. So they just have a conversation, and it becomes a very intimate conversation. So Betty, and I wrote down a bunch of the lines, too, because they're so good. I, and I, oh, I say, if you've been with us this far, if, if you're on 67, and you've been with us on this journey, I say go and watch this scene. It is absolutely fantastic and you need to see this really to have the context of it too this of all the stuff we there's a lot of scenes that with you know a bunch of stuff with leonard in the house you could probably skip but like this one i think is vital viewing for fans who at least who've been with us for this long and if you just joined us hey you don't know us from anybody but seriously go watch this scene so betty says it's so mysterious this thing inside you yes all the other scars have healed and so she talks about the scar on his face it was like oh man we were talking about that early on too like he has a scar on his face right why for this scene like this is the payoff like he had to go into makeup every day and put the that scar on for this scene and then they cut this scene he so she's like looking at his scar that on his cheek and saying and he says no that's mine his scars heal mine don't right oh yeah Okay, a couple things there. His. That's the first time that Bruce has really talked about the Hulk and, and, and referring to him as a different person. His scars heal. Mine don't. The, the music is a little treacly, so like you say, it's, it's still the, the violins and the... Uh, but, and then, so Betty says, yes, they do. They leave a mark, but they stop hurting. And then she pulls her hair away and shows that she still has a scar on her forehead from the first attack where the Hulk showed up, like when the Hulk emerged and knocked her down. She still has a scar. And Bruce is like, oh, and like he turns away, like so ashamed, like, oh, you still have the scar. And she stops him and turns it back and says, the pain didn't last. The not knowing was so much worse. I looked for your face everywhere. I never stopped. Yeah, this... And then Bruce kisses her scar. Come on! That is like... This could have taken this movie, which is really dismissed, and really moved it to the next level. Is it melodramatic? Absolutely it's melodramatic. Why not play up the romance in the same way you played up, you know, Hulk smashing a Hummer against modern art? You know, like you're going, we're playing it. We're playing it at 10 here, people. <laughs> if you're going to have the violence at 10, have the romance at 10 as well. What I don't get is, is that this scene, okay, for anyone who's ever been involved in a deep, long term, intimate relationship, if you're married, yes, this is the scene that is honestly one of the most beautifully heart filled moments. I think you've, you'll, this will be on a list of a top five of heart-filled moments between characters in the MCU. Yeah, absolutely. This is amazing. Because it shows that Betty has forgiven him. Yes. She has yes. no anger over the the accident, Transformation of the Hulk. Like, she has she has healed. She is over it. Like oh, my God, is, it's amazing. It's beautiful. She's not trying to recapture what they had before. She is okay with being something new. Like, it's, oh, God, I can't say enough good things about it. Like, this had to have been, like, we, we, you know, we've we heard some behind, there's some drama, and, and apparently even Lou Leterrier 
I, I found some interviews with him saying the first half of the movie is mine, the second half is Marvel's. So I think the heavy hand of the studio, right, I'm not right. pointing any fingers, I don't know who it was, because Marvel was a very different organization than it is now, uh, came in and said, like, that's got to go. That's just, it's just two people talking. It's got to go. We got to get to the, we got to get to New York. It was a huge mistake. No, I, I really cannot stress enough. Watch this scene. Definitely check it out. This is beautiful chemistry. The characters, yeah, everything. It's a shame that this is yeah. not in the movie. I don't understand. Yeah. And I will say, and I'll say, I'll, I'll, I'll give credit where, where I believe credit is due. And that's Edward Norton. Yes. Yes. I think this scene, I like, I'm starting to get a feel of what his writing style is like. And I think this sounds like him. In the minute we're going to talk about in the future, there's a deleted scene coming up real soon, also feels like his style too. I think he, this is excellent writing. This is really shows depth of character and stuff too. And not to, not to give a shot at, at Zach Penn, because we love Zach Penn, uh, but like feeling all the things, like basically that's uh, Edward Norton essentially wrote all the dialogue uh, you know, like the the plot and stuff was was the the same, but that's what this is what he wrote. Like, I really feel like he dug in on character and delivered here. I mean, it, I say this scene is shockingly good for being on a deleted scene. Totally agreed. So that brings us to the end of minute sixty seven and the deleted scene that goes along with it. That we're going to be back here for minute sixty eight, and I tell you, minute sixty eight is just as exciting <laughs> as this one. <laughs> There's so much stuff to talk about that one. So uh, you know, stay subscribed. Uh, it's going to be good stuff. In the meantime, if you want to keep the conversation going, we are over on Discord. We have our very own channel, uh, but you can find us lurking on there. Just uh, give us a shout, and uh, we'll continue the Hulk conversation offline. Just head to nextreel.com and follow the link. So thank you all for listening. Uh, we'll be back here for minute sixty eight. Hope you had a smashing good time. Until next time, true believers. Bye. Bye.